재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape here on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. We'd like to welcome Michelle Kong from the Seoul Global Center here to the studio each week. She's got a little thing called Did You Know? Brings us up to speed on stuff uh, that many people wish they had learned sooner about Korea. Or maybe they understood in sort of a superficial way, but we really drilled down on it. Michelle, welcome. Good morning, Kurt. Good to see you. Um, One of the sort of superficial truths that people come to know very quickly about uh, Korea is that uh, Korea has four distinct seasons. Mm -hmm. We're experiencing uh, the descent into deep winter now. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that Korea's an advantage or disadvantage, depending on your perspective of Korean culture, is bali-bali culture. That's right. Bali-bali. Bali-bali. What does bali-bali mean? Did you finish your coffee, (laughs) bali-bali? Hurry up. In fact, one of the first times I uh, stayed in a hotel in Korea, uh, way back, long, long time ago, um, the, uh, what was it? The the, the maid was knocking. And I said, (laughs) I'm going to be leaving in five minutes or so. Uh And she goes, (laughs) bali-bali. She wanted to get to my room. So she's going, bali-bali, go, hurry up, get out and do your bit, go out for the business of the day. I want to clean that room. So bali-bali, that's what somebody might say to you. uh, you, You'll hear mothers say it to kids all the time. Yeah. Bali-bali, come on, get in the car. Mm, Instead of just come here, bali-wa. (laughs) Bali-wa. Bali, quick. Mm. So bali-bali culture is quick, quick, hurry, hurry culture. Mm -hmm. I read this story from an article from one of these uh, um, English newspapers in Korea. Now, one Korean company. CEO went to Italy with um, his wife okay. and then they went to Rome uh, well, Colosseum and then the security guards there saw uh, him and then his wife and a uh, bunch of other Korean tourists and then all of a sudden they just shouted like bali bali like they were just waving their hand frantically in the air they thought it was of course a greeting bali bali because they heard bali <laughs> bali from so many people uh-huh. Koreans saying that so yeah, yeah I think it's that cute. could become a new greeting here in Korea you know <laughs> At the airport, bali bali. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, um, bali bali wa bali ka bali hej zeo. Right. All kinds of stuff to mm-hmm. say. Hey, hurry up. Uh, so, but, but the roots of this, of course. You know, we talk about compressed industrialization in Korea. Korea achieved the industrialization that other countries took, oh, about 150, 160 years to accomplish in what, like twenty years? Yeah. That's because of bali bali culture, isn't it? Most people believe, I think it's partially um, the reason of this. Um, after the Korean War, you know, the South Korea and the North Korea, compared to these two countries, um, it wasn't as if South Korea immediately began pulling ahead. Mm. By the uh, end of uh, 1970, uh, Korea was... Uh, just a slightly wealthier than in North Korea. Yeah. So for a while, through most of the seventies, mm. it, it, it looked for a time that North Korea was going to develop faster. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then towards the end, that's when they started to have a little daylight between them. Mm. Then the eighties is when Korea took off like a rocket. That's right. And then you might uh, heard of this expression, miracle on the Han River. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's like a period of intense industrial development sure. um, that began under, you know, the dictator um, or authoritarian leader Park Jung-hee. Mm-hmm. Uh, during his reign in the 1970s, Korea was just one of the poorest nations on earth. Mm-hmm. But uh, now um, with the 
12th or 13th um, largest economy in the world. Yeah. yeah. Still in 2016, a, a question that's uh, right in the headlines. We've got those new history textbooks that have come out and they're weighing to what extent was that mm. particular era and that particular approach by that leader the key factor in pushing Korea forward. Mm-hmm. We know that it happened fast, so Pali Pali is uncontroversial. Right. The fact that this all happened uh, very quickly, it comes with merits and also demerits, doesn't it? That's right. Uh, but one thing for sure is, I think, um, Pali Pali phenomenon emerged as Koreans, all Koreans probably wanted to just get out of this poverty during the modernization period. Um, this... A good part of hurry culture in Korea, uh, biggest benefits is like rocket fast development of the Korean economy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, it has also brought some negative effects like series of man-made disasters. Mm. Mm. Cutting corners. Uh, what was it? How long ago was that department store collapse? 1995. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. a while back now, a little more than 10 years or so, 20 years. Right. And uh, the general understanding of that uh, tragic incident was, ah, we want to get this department store put up so fast mm-hmm. that we're going to use kind of shoddy supervision and shoddy materials. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you pay the price. Right. And then one year before that accident, there was this um, department store, I mean, like uh, breach, Songsu breach. Ah, yes. Collapsed. Okay. That too. Yeah. Right. Yep. And to uh, closer to home, I mean, the Sewol Ferry, basically, that's being viewed as trying to accomplish too much for too little uh, oversight. Overloaded chip and so forth, right? Mm, That's right. Um, So whether the Pali Pali culture has more positive consequences or negative, it's uniquely Korean cultural aspect. I would say a well-known characteristic of Korean culture. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so... In sort of the the more benign aspects in everyday culture, where how would you see Bali Bali manifest itself? Mm, um, well, some people they complain they cannot really get used to this Bali Bali culture, but once they get the hang of it, um, let's say you live in Korea for a couple of years and then go back to your home country, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you feel like the internet back home is so slow. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah. You feel everything is just sort of this kind of chilled out slowed down mm. unless you happen to be you know like german or swiss mm. or something like that one of these com- countries that has you know everything kind of moves in lockstep right. um most places will seem very slow compared to korea yeah yeah, yeah. so speed internet or um postal service mm-hmm. um and then what else uh, have you ever felt like anything like this before too well, uh, yeah, I mean, just anything that you have to wait in line for mm. or uh, that you queue up for tends to go faster in Korea. Right. Because it's it's a weird sort of contradiction. Koreans line up for things a lot, mm-hmm. and they don't mind getting into the line for things. Right. But they want that line to go fast. That's right. You know? Mm. Um, people in the West tend to hate to line up for mm. stuff, but that's because their expectation is the line will go slowly. Right. Yeah, it's okay. weird. Okay, okay. So, um, if something is broken, you just call a repairman in Korea, and you expect that uh, the repair guy mm-hmm. uh, would visit your house or um, your office the next day. Yeah. But it's not the same in other And ordering stuff online. Mm-hmm. You know, if I place an order in the morning and it's not there by, say, this afternoon mm-hmm. or this evening, uh, I'm starting to, like, tap my foot <laughs> here in Korea. It's like, come on. What's taking so long? Right. I got to wait till tomorrow? <laughs> Jeez. You know. Right. So Koreans stress this concept of uh, hurry, hurry or quick, quick. Uh, and then like a personality test, there is a bali bali test. I got a few questions out of Are this. you going to bali bali test me? Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> All right. So tell me what you think. You honk at the driver in front of you if the driver doesn't start immediately after the light turns green. No, I would not do that. I mm. think that's a decline into really bad horn habits. Mm. That's what they do in South Asia times 50. And it drives me bananas. You know, right. in, in a place like South Asia or the Middle East, mm. the roads are a nonstop cacophony of horn honking and so i really really hate it when people honk unnecessarily Mm, okay um and you often lose your patience if you have to wait in a long long line and then you get to move around to find a shorter queue line absolutely yeah absolutely okay i'll even do that on the subway i'll get in the short line to get on the Uh, train okay Uh, if the train doesn't leave in 10 minutes after the scheduled time you feel angry Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be angry if it's not pulling out five minutes after the scheduled okay. time. And you start hurrying the server if your food is not arrived on the table within 10 minutes after you order your food. Not really. Okay. I'll tend to be understanding towards yeah. servers. Okay. Yeah. Um, you leave the table in two minutes after you finish your meal. Yes, because most... Many Korean restaurants, particularly lunch places, mm-hmm. are set up that way. Okay. They, they're not heavy on atmosphere and ambience. They're there for you to have your meal and get mm-hmm. out. Okay. You know, if, if, if it's dinner with wine and all this stuff, I'll mm-hmm. sit for a longer time. Okay. But if we're talking your average, typical Korean joint, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm out. Okay. Um, and then when you get on the elevator, you press the door close, uh, close door button after you push yes, your floor. For yes, for sure. For I sure. I do that all the time. Okay. And you text someone, um, and then they don't text back immediately, then you feel nervous. Nah. No. no. I mean, if it's not within like an hour or mm-hmm. so, then I'll start to wonder what's up with them. But okay. that's the whole, f- you know, advantage of text is that it's time shifted communication. Mm. They can respond when they get to it. Okay. You know? All right, so it's what almost half. Yeah, I, half? I would say I'm maybe one bali, not two balis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just bali. Okay. All right. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, what else is there? Uh, I, I do find um, uh, Koreans tend to do a lot of these things that you just mentioned, mm. especially the honking thing. You yeah. know, if the reaction time is not split second mm. when the light turns green. Uh, especially if you've got a taxi or a bus driver behind you. (laughs) Forget about it. The horn is going to go off. Right. That's right. Um, So this is, um, all these questions were uh, meant to uh, test or like just check uh, Koreans, but there is a survey Mm. answered by foreigners. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What foreigners perceive as the Bali Bali culture Hallmarks. Right, right. What did they notice? Right. Uh, there are 10. Um, and then the last one. <laughs> at a convenience store, people drink or eat before even they pay. And then they just cash out the empty bottle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and if a web page takes more than three seconds to load, Koreans just close that page. I might be guilty of that. Yeah? Yeah. All right. And some Koreans brush their teeth while sitting on a toilet to do their business. Yeah, that's, uh, I've never really inspected that closely, but um, I did notice uh, at least one or two professionals in a an office, the okay. name of which I shall not mention, okay. but maybe it's two floors down, okay. maybe not, Okay. <laughs> um, 
where uh, the, the person is walking along from their desk and beginning the process of brushing their teeth as they exit the office. I know, I know, yeah. And I I'm have, like, you yeah. know, in a Western office, mm. that would be really weird. Right. You know, you're starting to brush your teeth as you walk. As it is, Koreans really take the toothbrushing at work thing kind of seriously. Right. Do you do that? Do you have a toothbrush and toothpaste at work? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, you know, mm. you would not find that necessarily quite in uh, in the habitual mode mm-hmm. that Koreans do it, that that always surprises me when the dental hygiene routine That's right. at work. <laughs> Um, but doing it while you walk out of the office is a little bit too bali for me. I think so. I think so. Um, and the next one, at a movie theater, people leave hastily as soon as the end credits start to roll. Mm, I think most people do that all around the world, mm, don't they? Right, right. But nowadays, a lot of movies are putting little presents at the end of the credits, right. like a little preview scene. So That's sometimes right. people wait. Mm-hmm. And when you prepare a cup noodle, like instant noodle, it takes usually three minutes to cook after you pour hot water, right? But Koreans... They cannot wait for. So they eat it half raw. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes about 10 hours to digest when you do it. We've got more Bali Bali culture symptoms coming right up after this little jingle break. Michelle, the jingle break is our little personal revolution against Bali Bali culture. See, That's we, right. we could have just stormed right through that list and right through to the end of the segment, but we said, "Hey, let's reset." <laughs> All right, it's right. a great little, great little way to just kind of recalibrate. Did we finish your list of Bali Bali things that foreigners noticed? Uh, a couple more. Okay. Would you like to listen more? Sure. Um, one more bathroom-related one. <laughs> oh, some God. people, some men actually lower a zipper like flyer of their pants. As they're walking into the toilet. Yeah, that I haven't noticed in this office. But okay. uh, you're saying even before they enter the door, right? they're, they're, they're <laughs> opening the barn door, as it were. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and then it's usually happening at a convenience store. A store owner or a cashier swipes the card for you, right? Mm. But they cannot wait for you to sign. Mm-hmm. So they signed for your purchase by signing the signature panel. They don't even sign it. They just do a squiggle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is one of, for people, expats that first arrive here, and a lot of them concerned with things like identity fraud mm. and uh, identity theft, this is one of the alarming aspects mm. of Korea, is that in many, many uh, shop situations, the person will just sign your name for you, mm. which, poof, um it kind of uh, devalues the signature in right, a way, doesn't it? Right. Because I think it's widely understood that uh, shopkeepers are going to just squiggle for you. Mm. And so, therefore, your claims against fraudulent purchase... Then again, come on. Uh, there's so many other ways to identify the fact that you were or were not in the store. Right. By your smartphone, by CCTV mm, cameras. So, it's right. not a big deal. But it is a little bit of a shocker when you get over here and you notice these shopkeepers or restaurateurs just kind of squiggling your right, name right. for you. Mm. Is that a Bali Bali culture thing? I guess it is. Yeah, it is. I don't have time to sign. Right. <laughs> Give me that card. Right. Next <laughs> customer. <laughs> I've, got, I've got drivers to be cranky with. <laughs> right. Um, Koreans are pretty good at standing in a line at a bus stop. 
But a bus, uh, they, their bus is approaching. All of a sudden, they just step down to the street and then run along the bus. They, I think, just want to get on the bus first with a, a, a line of people behind them. Especially when buses are stopping at a stop and they're forming a line behind each other. Mm-hmm. No matter how far that line goes back, it could be half a kilometer, but you're going to see people running, yeah. uh, trying to get on that bus. Right. You know, as if the bus will never come up to the bus stop. <laughs> mm. The other thing is, uh, this is particularly with older Koreans, regardless of whether the train is here or mm-hmm. not, they will be running. If you're in a subway, you're running. Because there's just some general panic that there'll never be another train. Yeah. And I have to make this one. Hmm. Have you ever noticed that? Or when you get off the train, right. sprinting for the escalator, as if somebody's there, you know, handing out free ice cream to the first one to the escalator. I... Well, I think so. Like, especially when they have to transfer at a subway, I think they just run mostly men and then probably older mm. men. Mm. Mm. Yeah, oh, especially in the morning. I mean, there's so many people running like refugees in the subway. <laughs> you know, I think right. you got up a bit too late. Do you think that bali bali culture is a way to make up for sleeping in too late? <sighs> well, I think I have to think about it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, everybody hurries in different ways. It's pervasive throughout the culture here. That's why we call it bali bali culture. It, it it gets down to like eating and stuff like that too, right? Technically, there is a lunch hour mm-hmm. in Korea, right? But the actual lunch doesn't take anything close to an hour, does it? No, all my coworkers are fast eaters too, mm. so they can finish their meals probably within ten or fifteen minutes. That's it. I don't think that's necessarily limited to Korea. I used to live in Hong Kong for about four years, and man, could they slurp down a bowl of noodles for yeah. lunch? You know, because mm. there it's even smaller and more compressed than than Seoul. Right. You literally have somebody standing behind you while you eat your noodles. Sure. You know. Right. I'll take that seat as soon as you're done. Mm. Are you done? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you got about ten minutes or so of peace with your noodles, and uh, so they'll they'll eat lunch very fast as well. Right. Right. What do they do after they finish their lunch so fast? Then. Uh, well, here in Korea, of course, they stand in a. 40-minute line at uh, coffee, coffee chains, ch- mm-hmm. right? <laughs> uh, and then they have about three minutes to drink their coffee before they get back to the uh, That's office. That's right, right. But I guess standing in line is part of the ritual. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what's more interesting about, like, eating food, when people go to a restaurant in a group, um, well, everybody wants to have something they want, but uh, usually they would just pick the same dish. Mm-hmm. Did you notice? Um, like, let's say if you go to a Chinese restaurant, people are sort of fo- forced to choose from either black bean noodles or a spicy mm-hmm. seafood noodle soup. So they believe, I think, it in that way, it'll save for the cook time to cook. And then they can just get yeah. their food fast and on for the whole table. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. six jajangmyeons, please. Mm-hmm. And bring it here in less than three minutes. That's great. You know what I forgot to mention on the subway? We were talking about how people kind of sprint for the escalator and so on. Mm-hmm. Another thing I notice here in Korea, usually there's apps that explain the subway in excruciating detail. Yes. They say, if you're getting out at this station, mm-hmm. you want to be on this car. That's right. Because this car will let you out closest to the escalator. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so you'll get people getting on the subway and then going on massive walking journeys through the subway, crowded subway cars. Mm-hmm. Right. So that they can be in the right car to get out just in front of the escalator. That's right. That's right. So it's marked in 
um, uh, in a map in every station, I think. You just go to a specific platform and then you have to look down mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. feet and then you can just stand uh, in front of like a specific mm-hmm. number of the car. Yeah. So if you really want to be a local and you're using those subway apps, mm-hmm. it'll point out which car to be in at your destination. That's right. And you get in that car mm-hmm. and you'll be smarter than everybody else because you go right to the escalator. That's right. And then there's a subway map in each subway car and then you can see some subways uh, stations are marked with little dots. Mm-hmm. That means uh, the station uh, opens left door. So <laughs> you don't <laughs> have to get on to and then get off. <laughs> Come on. Really? That's an aspect of Bali Bali that I think is a little bit uh, a little bit exaggerated. <laughs> Bali Bali is wonderful when it comes to uh, Tekpe. Yes. Um, and these little these guys that you can uh, hire on mm-hmm. a scooter mm-hmm. to get a document across town sure. often within an hour or less. Right. I mean, if you really need something in somebody's hot little hand across town, um, and then the price of that, I think, Michelle, mm-hmm. is that uh, dudes driving on sidewalks. <laughs> um, here in Korea, unlike most places in the world, you mm-hmm. will find more guys driving mopeds on sidewalks mm-hmm. than any other country I've been in. Yeah. Because they're getting around with their tech bay bundles. Mm. Or sometimes they're jajangmyeon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, so delivery service is impressively fast, but uh, there's a danger if you just walk on the sideway. Um, all these like motorcycle mm. um, delivery men. Just Food starting. delivery services mm. are really exploding, in, in Seoul at least, with those sort of temperature insulated metal boxes on the back of the scooter Mm -hmm. and i've never yet every time i hear somebody driving crazily it's always one of those food delivery guys they fly down the street Mm. and they take these hairpin turns you know so maybe you know bali bali has to balance out with safety a little bit that's true that's true so um you want to have your food delivered probably less than 30 minutes or so so mm. uh, that's why all these like uh, motorcycle delivery men are scurrying around uh, Seoul but uh, the tech based service or there's even a service called quick service which is what well it's it's the, uh, the what you same describe, idea right yeah the motorcycle so. guy mm-hmm. and um, in fact I was delivering a, a sick friend of mine uh, I, I made them soup one day and okay. I said you know get, get this soup across town to my sick friend oh. and it was still hot when it mm. got to to her right. you know um so they can deliver anything sure quick quick <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty affordable usually it's like manwon or something like yeah, that. yeah less than manwon right it depends on the distance but still yeah it's yeah. pretty uh, affordable instant gratification is that what pali pali is about yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh as we wrap up, you know, uh, this has its effect on the younger generation. They mm-hmm. start, parents start saying bali bali, but it, it must have an effect growing up in bali bali. Right. So young students are um, forced to study the next year's curriculum, like mm. pre-learning. Pre-learning. Right. And they're stressed out by sunong time, but we'll uh, talk about student stress in another Did You Know. Michelle, thank you very much for this uh, bali bali lesson. <laughs> it's my pleasure. That's the show for today. We are produced by Ochang Sop with associate production by Jamie Lee and writing by Nikki Kim. I'm Kurt Asian. Food and Beyond is tomorrow. And if you're here in Seoul, This, That, and Amy is up next. We'll see you tomorrow.